Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. Put away your finger paints. It's time to listen to Nostalgia. Did you used to finger paint? Not so much. I had a brush. Finger painting was too messy for me. Was it, was that you or a parent decision? I think a combination of both because my parents, one, tried to avoid me making a complete mess as I would have, and two, you know this, maybe the listeners don't, but like, I hate having stuff on my hands. Yeah, you did have a tantrum today when you got like a small piece of crumb on your hand. Well, it's just like, you know, like a dry napkin to me. Unacceptable way to get things off of my hands. You know, you just, you need a little, you need a little moist soap and water. A little moisture mm-hmm. to remove things. A wet nap, fine. I was a great finger painter. You know why? Because I wasn't watching TV. I lived in the woods. Finger paints in general. (laughs) Aren't they just regular paints? I think so, but I think they're designed to be washed off of children's grubby hands. But you could dip a brush in them. They're they're wet, right? It's not like those um, little hockey puck ones that you have to have. No. That's watercolors. Yeah. Okay. It's just paint, but I think it's designed specifically to be washed off. Right, to come off kids' hands. I wish I knew that. When I was a kid, I would have been more game to do it. The reason we're talking about finger paint, though, Kate, is because I want you to think back to preschool... Because, have we ever watched a preschool show on Nostalgia? Are you going to make me watch a preschool show? Like a show for babies? I'm going to make you watch. Hi, it's me, Steve. Is that you? It is. Great. Could you help me find Blue? So glad you're here. Blues Clues. Tell me about Blues Clues. I know nothing about Blues Clues. Um, you know I know that um, the guy in the green shirt went to college. <laughs> that's all I know. That's but why people thought he was on drugs. Yeah, that's in my notes. Uh, we'll, t- we'll get to that. Edgy kids at like the elementary school playground. Do you hear what happened like, to Steve? He was on drugs. He Have you heard of drugs? Have you heard of <laughs> Every kid in the D.A.R.E. program, and they're like, children, what do you know about drugs? Steve died of them! Do you know, like, why it's called Blue's Clues? Um, I actually, okay, I do a little bit know something. He has a little dog. So Steve has a dog. And the dog's very smart. The dog's smart. Okay, so still, you haven't, why is it called Blue's Clues? You're, I have no idea. ready? The dog's name is Blue. Uh-huh. The dog is also the color blue. And the whole show, the dog leaves clues for Steve, the owner, to like figure something out. So you spend the episode looking for usually three clues. So the dog is outwitting its owner. If yeah. we had a dog, it would 100% <laughs> outwit you. I knew you were going to say the daily. it would outwit me. I, I was hoping you'd say it outwit us, but. <laughs> no. Uh, it's not so, <laughs> is the all, dog Is the dog leaving clues like, where did I poop this time? <laughs> first of all, mean. Second <laughs> of all, uh, it's, it, I think it's less that it's outwitting Steve and more that since the dog can't speak English, mm. it needs to communicate via these clues. Got it. I'm still, I'm still standing by like, guess where I had a litter of puppies, huh? <laughs> Should have spayed me. So, so, I'm sure Blue is spayed. So, Blue's Clues was created by a power trio of Tracy Page Johnson, Todd Kessler, and Angela Santamero. Am I supposed to know who those people are? No, but they worked really hard on it, and they did a good job, because this show was like the highest rated children's show on cable for a long time. It aired on Nick Jr., which was not a different channel. It was just the weekday morning lineup on Nickelodeon. Okay. In the summer, when I was a preschooler, I... Loved Nick Jr. Okay. It was great. We're going to have to do more Nick Jr. shows in the future, like Gullah Gullah Island and Eureka's Castle. None of those 
makes sense. It aired from September 8th, 1996 to August 6th, 2006. They made six seasons and 143 episodes. It was originally hosted by Steve, Steve Burns is the name of the actor, until 2002, when, not because he was on drugs, not because he died, but because, as he says, he started going bald, and he didn't think that kids would enjoy watching Steve, who's supposed to be this, like, weird man-child, perpetual, how old is he kind of guy, go bald. Really, well, I think... I wonder what that's like. Ouch. There's not anyone here to ask. He, I'm gonna quit nostalgia because I'm going <laughs> bald. Uh, Tyler went to college. <laughs> Here's the new host. Um, so, really, I'm sure he just didn't want to play Steve on Blue's Clues forever, although I'm sure it was profitable for him. And then they replaced him with an actor named Donovan Van Patten, who, for some reason, didn't go by his real name. He went by Joe. Well, kids can't say Donovan. <laughs> they could have called him Don, Donnie. He uh, stayed with the show till the end in 2006. Uh, the quick background on this, Nickelodeon had always had these young kids shows, but then in 1990... Uh, Congress passed the Children's Television Act of 1990, mm -hmm. and it required networks to have a certain amount of children's programming and things like that. And then it was revised in 96, the same year this started airing, to be a little more strict and specific, because it was kind of like loosey-goosey, the original act, and you mm -hmm. could get away with anything or avoid it. Like uh, if there just weren't like guns and drugs in it, you could code it as a children's show. Pretty much. But in 96, they made more rules. They made like amounts of time it had to mm -hmm. be... Like, all commercial TV stations had to air a specific amount of educational programming per week, and it was between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m., so you couldn't just dump it, you know, at, like, 4 in the morning when nobody's watching. So this was kind of necessary for them. But they were working on it for a long time before that. Nickelodeon always sort of tried to make decent kids' programming. Anyway, because it's good for business. This was a research-based show. That was a big thing. They were using okay. the best, uh, best practices in educational research. It led to a spinoff called Blue's Room, which was with puppets portraying the characters instead of the live-action animation hybrid that it's made of. They look like, on Blue's Clues, they're like cutouts. Kind of like South Park, but... Like South Park for kids. Yeah, but with also real people. So kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but South Parky. And then, just last year, November of 2019, they launched uh, what's called a reboot, but I think it's more of a sequel because... Steve and Joe showed up in the first episode to sort of pass the torch to the Was new Steve guy. Bald? He had a hat on, though. This one's hosted by Joshua De La Cruz, and it's called Blue's Clues and You. And Blue is like CGI, but that CGI they make now where it kind of looks 2D. There was also a live stage show, Blue's Clues Live, in the height of the uh, popularity of the original. We're going to watch Season 4, Episode 20, Blue's School, because I tried to download Season 1, Episode 1, Snack Time, I just noticed right before we started to record that the files are messed up and it's the wrong episode. But hey, whatever. We're going to go with it. I was four going on five in 1996. Is that right? September 16th, 96, I turned five. Yeah. So yeah, wow. I was four when this came out, five when it was really hitting its stride. Here's my question. Yes. Why do you vividly remember this? Uh-huh. And then nothing else. <laughs> I, that's a great question. So, number one, <laughs> though you're joking, I'm going to answer you seriously. The whole research-based part of the show, it, like, loops back on itself, mm -hmm. and they repeat concepts a lot to specifically make you remember stuff. Okay. Number two, I probably saw this episode a lot because they would just rerun it over and over again. And number three, I don't know, stuff when I was a kid, like, mostly TV memories, you're right, really stick out, and I must have just spent a lot of time in front of the TV, Kate. Do you remember, like, what your deceased relatives sound like? <laughs> Does anyone? Um, yes. 
I also couldn't remember where my glasses were this morning. Yeah, so. things are going great. For quite now. a while. And then my wallet too, but it was in my coat already. Note to future Tyler while you're editing this, your wallet's probably in your coat. And your glasses, who knows? <laughs> so why is this good? It's kind of interactive, uh -huh. the way the Door of the Explorer would be later when they made that next. That was their next big Nick Jr. hit. You know, so you can like talk to the TV, he'll talk to you directly, that kind of stuff. That's kind of fun if you're a preschooler. I don't know how fun it'll be for you as an adult. Uh, the live action animation combo, great. And the cutout animation, real fun to look at. And there's a mystery to solve. You are trying to figure out the answer before the end of the episode, which is nice. You're cognitively engaged. So I think What's maybe, the consequence if you like don't it. figure it out? Um, they fire you out of a cannon. I don't know. What do you mean? Uh -huh. Nothing. He'll tell you the answer on the show. They don't, like, send electrical shocks through the television Just at you. <laughs> like, all right, children who didn't get it, put your fingers on the buttons now. Ready to watch? Sure. See if you can figure out the mystery. Can't wait. <laughs> Are you as intelligent as a preschool child? Or a CGI dog. We are gonna play Blue's Clues, cause it's really fun, yeah! Oh, I don't like how everything kind of moves a little bit. It's making me feel kind of seasick. Uh-oh. Buckle in. Oh, everything's alive. I'm gonna say, Steve's not a very responsible pet owner. He's like, hey, could you help me find Blue, my dog? I've oh, never seen him. He's in the yard. Steve is like that edgy male babysitter that you got one time <laughs> when your regular babysitter wasn't around. <laughs> Alright, we're singing with our alarm clock now. <laughs> when I was four or five watching this, my dad one time pointed out, he was like, notice that he's just walking in place. Ruined it for me. <laughs> Who's this cat? I think that's Periwinkle. Periwinkle's a nice name for a cat. Yeah. That was my favorite crayon growing up. Periwinkle? Yeah. Huh. What kind of bougie crowns did you have? I had the 48 box. We weren't paying for cable. So, come on. And they were Crayola, not even Rose Art. Most of the time I'd get Rose Yeah, I'm though. shocked that you had Crayola. No offense. You the usually Rose tell Art... stories like you lived in the Great Depression. The Rose Art ones seemed vaguely edible, though. Seemed? Did you try it? It's because the Rose Art crayons were so soft. They were basically taffy. <laughs> Accidentally squishing yeah. your fingers. Do you think Steve ever got, like, real bored doing this? He's like, if I have to ask, what is the weather like outside? One more time. Like, I'm going to lose it. Ah! Why can oh. that cat talk? Periwinkle can talk, but Blue can't. What does that mean in this universe? I don't, I don't know. Steve's got to blink more because he's looking a little bit crazed. He's like, what What do we do next? Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Oh, mail time. Get ready. I kind of knew this was too young for me, uh -huh. but I watched it anyway because it was so, like, magnetic. Well, it's just, it's got everything. It's got bright colors. It's got dogs. Yeah. It's got a lot of things with faces. Yeah. So I would watch it and just not tell anyone at school because it would be definitely uncool to mention that you were watching Blue's Clues. You look exactly like him. Like Blue? With hair. No. Like Steve. I'll take that. Steve's a good looking man. What is that? Some of his songs are a little underwhelming, right? Yeah. So Who's yeah, shouting at me? Occasionally, a child will respond. What is this? Playing school. He keeps making this strange hand motion. Is that ASL? No. Is it Steve SL? I understand this is probably a good teaching strategy, but the fact that he has to ask the children to remind him how to play Blue's Clues every That's episode makes me think he's got a memory problem. I'm glad he's setting out an agenda. See? Now, that chair, look at it. I think it was a cartoon in the last shot, but they made one that like looks like a cartoon. That's kind of cool. <sighs> You can already tell his hair is thin. Yeah, the clues are Rogaine, a toupee. It's a great pair of khakis. Who made all these crazy props? <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. I don't know what they don't forget to do. Yeah, Steve's asking us a lot of questions here. Did your bus have any seatbelts? 
Um, My bus did not have any. I think seat there was belts. like a seat with it, and that, looking back, that must have been like a an accommodation for a student with some sort of level of need. My bus never had seatbelts. You didn't have one seatbelt in the front that you no. would slap each other with. No, I always got stuck sitting on the wheel well too. You liked the wheel well seat, didn't you? You were small. Your legs wouldn't have touched the ground anyway, right? No offense. Why can those things talk and not the dog? Yeah, the, even the clock can talk. You know what used to confuse me? There's a salt and pepper shaker on this show that are characters, right? They had a baby together, and the baby was paprika. I'd never heard the word paprika when I was five. I thought that's what you got when you mix salt and pepper. No. Maybe they just adopted them. I think she was pregnant. Ew. Steve, you idiot. There's a clue right in front of your face. Never really noticed before. This is kind of like Pee-wee's Playhouse, but... Not creepy. Actually for kids. <laughs> for young kids. Like, it definitely borrows a lot from... Sure. There's lots of different segments. Yeah. It's like the boring, calm Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. No one's screaming at me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, man. A little color theory? So you're going to finger paint it? How to make green? I don't like when the kids talk. Mix the colors, Steve. It makes me think of, like, uh, Santa Claus is coming <laughs> to town. Speaking of, go into our back catalog and find our Santa Claus is coming to town episode. Steve, did you feed your dog today? <laughs> oh, no. Are those just the voices that are in his head? Like, just... Stop it. This is a genuine, nice show for children. This is great. He's teaching us how to make different colors out of paint. This is definitely something you watched and you wanted to do, but your parents would not let you mix paint. Don't mix those paints. 100%. Like when you wanted to like draw on the television yeah. or something. Was, listen or to like our Muppet Babies a, episode if you hear that story. bird feeder out of a soda bottle. What? I made many a soda bottle bird feeder What's in my What's a bird time. theater? Bird feeder. Oh, bird feet. I think you said bird, no, bird theater. Feeder. I was picturing some sort of strange. You make a bird feeder oh, out, out of a soda, soda bottle. What do you just fill it with seeds and suet? You gotta poke a hole in it. You can insert Ooh. some toothpicks to make a little perch. Wow. Then, then you got winged varmints flying through your yard, attacking people, biting kids, <laughs> trying to get to your soda bottle. Are you bird okay? Feeder. Did you have a bad experience as a child? It was it all a coming lot. back to you. But look, pink is white and red. That red paint looks just like ketchup. It is ketchup, probably. Look at that big chubby crayon he's using. <laughs> All right, a circle and cheese, Kate. Those are the clues so far. We're going to a cheese wheel. We're going to the pizza parlor. Oh, pizza? You might be right. There's the mail song. That was so fun to do as a That's kid. a lot. Mail! <laughs> Look at this intrusive mailbox. It's, I don't like this mailbox. It's just a metaphor for the government coming into your life. Hey, here's some bills. I wonder who it's from. Also, Here's my question, yes. how did it get there? Yeah, the world where you could just draw a crappy picture of Steve in blue on an envelope and it gets delivered to him. Look at this chaotic classroom. Your smock is covered in paint. <laughs> Everybody's all smocked up. This it's good. Great. We got a little video of real kids in a school. Ooh, they're planting the seeds for his eventual leave. He just said, one day yeah, I want to go to college. He's, his hair's thinning as it speaks. <laughs> Rapidly. As we speak. I think I just saw hair fall out. I wish Steve had said, you know, I'm really thinking about trade school. <laughs> This was the college for all push. I wish Steve had some better fitting pants on. Yeah, they're a little baggy, but it was 1996. What do you want? I really don't see anything that starts with this. It's Steve, baby. It's Steve. Oh my God. Oh, uh, you were right. The third clue's pasta sauce. I don't like how his spaghetti is just out though. It's just sprawled on the counter. Well, he's a bachelor. If this accordion music isn't enough clue for you. Oh, you think that's just pizza parlor music? Yeah. Sweetie, this is the music that plays in your head when you eat pizza. <laughs> I was hoping he would guess it wrong a couple times first. Uh, is like it... every uncle. 
They're going on this fake bus to get real pizza? I swear to God. Why is this hat talking? I don't trust him. Glad he's modeling safe food handling techniques, but did that hat wash his hands after it went to the bathroom? Now it's time for so long. But we'll sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You know, with me and you and Teacher Blue, we can do anything that we wanna do. Bye-bye. See you later. Let's just try to picture ourselves in the shoes of a preschooler around this time. Oh, look at this claymation Nick Jr. Like bumper. I was a great preschooler. How so? I don't know. I was just really good at it. Great at preschool. What was your favorite preschool game to play? Well, other than smash up my classmates' kitchen, play kitchen with my Serpentera and Power Rangers toy, listen to our Power Rangers episode to hear that story. What did I like to do? I mean, I like the arts and crafts a lot mm -hmm. and still have most of them because my mom weirdly has them all like in a bag. My favorite pretend game to play, you want to guess? Just guess because uh, you're not going to Restaurant. Guess. No, journalist. <laughs> Hold on. Can you explain how you a preschooler does pretend journalism? Here's how you do pretend journalism. You go to the uh, costume box and you put on the Dalmatian spotted vest and a beret to get into character. Who are you modeling that after? I don't know. <laughs> and then you go to the play typewriter and you just type out whatever, whatever the people need to know. Like when my grandma's cat got hit by a car, it was an exclusive. There was a play typewriter? It, was, it had like three buttons. Wow. Uh -huh. Report on what was happening to my uh, fellow classmates, <laughs> what everyone was doing, <laughs> which it sounds more like now that it was like police state. But... A little bit. Did you had you read or seen Harriet the Spy at that time? I don't think so. Interesting, because that's little. That's I was like, like four, along those lines. Five, four. Yeah. Somewhere in there. That's funny. Uh, yeah, journalist was my favorite, but I called it newspaper writer lady. Oh, you didn't have the word I didn't journalist. Have the word journalist. Yet? Okay. Oh, we had a um, a scooter that I would ride through the woods. They let you go into the woods outside? The, it was a fenced-in play area, but it had a large expanse of, like, wooded... In the fence? Yeah. That's cool. But they had, like, trimmed the trees, so, like, wow. they were pine trees, so branches didn't start until, like, ten feet up, so you could run underneath all these big trees. That's beautiful. It was really cool. But I would ride... I don't know why. Don't don't ask me why. Right. I would ride this, like... No judgment. Plastic pink and green scooter. Did it have handles up to Yeah. The, okay, like, Through, like a like razor a, scooter, yeah, like, but, but it was little, plastic. little version, yeah. And I would ride it over these like crazy tree roots and I would be like, you can't catch me. I'm not an inchworm. Highly recommend. And then... Does that mean that like it, an inchworm is easily caught? I don't know. Okay. Um, I enjoyed playing on the swings. Mm -hmm. Loved that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, the other, my other favorite thing to do was wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I so really... You didn't like having stuff in your hands either. No, 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 no. I really enjoyed the ritual of washing our hands because when we would come in from outside playing, instead of going to a sink, they would just fill up a big Rubbermaid tub <laughs> with soap and water and you would just go to town. Gather around and uh, it's very interesting. They would dump it. It was great. Sounds like you had a ball. I had I had a great preschool. Experience. This was a private preschool. Like um, it wasn't like mine was YMCA. No, mine yours was like just a... like its own thing. Yeah, in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. My favorite activity in preschool: watching television. All I remember are sitting around. I know we did more, but I so vividly remember sitting around like the little table and doing the arts and crafts stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like punching brass tacks through. Uh, paper plates to make like, you know... Like a, a thing with wings. Yeah, yeah. or like clock hands. Yeah. Oh, oh, ooh, my favorite preschool memory actually, it's coming back to me, was I learned my ABCs, you know, like on my own mm -hmm. time with my parents. They made me learn like this, the song. Yeah. 
and I like was so proud of myself for doing that. I recited it to my preschool teacher, and as a reward, she let me help hand out the snack that day. Teacher's pet, even then. It was what great. A brat. The reason that I ask is because I think that this show shares qualities with what we would consider good preschool, right? Like okay. you have an agenda, like you always know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Everything's pretty, I mean, it was it's pretty engaging, you know, like for a child. I would approve showing this to our nieces. This well. is like one of the few <laughs> that we'll I approve see. showing to our nieces. See if we have access to it on any, I don't know what streaming service it's on, but uh, great. So you think it's a decent preschool show, which is interesting because, I mean, I guess like the way kids learn shouldn't change that much over time. You know, the technology changes, but the best practices don't change that much because, you know, this research was done in the mid and early 90s that this is based on and it's 2020 right now. So it's kind of cool that it's still... We, we both would kind of agree, because I do agree with you, that it's still good for, for young kids. Do you have, like, a closing out song for the podcast? Uh, no, but I, I can play Steve's closing song at the end. So, tell us what preschool show you loved. You can send us a voicemail. There's a link in the description of this episode on whatever podcast app you're using. Click that link, send us a voice message, we'll play it at the start of the episode, and then watch whatever you tell us. If you have a favorite preschool memory, tell me about that. That's true. If you went to preschool with me and you remember washing your hands in that big Rubbermaid tub, tell me about it. Make sure I didn't make it up. If I wrote a story about you while I played journalist. And you want to air your grievance here. And you want to, you want me to issue a retraction or correction. We're going to get sued for uh, libel of something you wrote about a kid back then. Listen, there were only three buttons on the typewriter, so there wasn't much that I was doing. Uh, you can find all our past episodes at nostalgia.org. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you like, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever. I do remember last preschool memory. This is a lot of preschool memories. We would play this, this really delving into like, our psyches. Deeply. Farmer and the Dell game. You know, that's a song, like a yeah. nursery rhyme, right? Farmer yeah. and the Dell. Yeah. Dell, D-E-L-L. What yeah. is a Dell? Adele's a singer. Hi there. Bass here. And I have a very, very big introduction to make. Shh. Here it comes. Introducing the one, the only, the very, very blue, Blue. Blue's Clues is up next here on Nick Jr. <laughs>